because I can't hardly hear you. Love Talk Radio. audience and welcome to Hope for Today. I'm one of your co-hosts, Naja Brown, and the other is Zenobia Bailey. Zenobia, welcome, and I have to say that I am so excited that we are back on air. <laughs> it has been a while, hasn't it? Hello, everybody. Yes. It's, it's good to be back. Well, thank you for your patience, too. I don't know if our listening audience knows this or not, but I was traveling, so we were on a little brief hiatus and we're back and I was just excited when I was preparing for this and praying about it and I said okay we're back on schedule and I have to say over the past few months I've just learned to really trust in God's timing so today is the appointed time that we were supposed to go back on the air so thank you Zenobia. Oh I fully agree and um, the secret is I enjoyed the hiatus. Well, I, I did too, but I certainly missed this opportunity too to just uh, continue our topic of prayer. And over the past couple of months, uh, we we have talked about intercessory prayer, prayers of praise and adoration. And today, we're going to cover, uh, in the amount of time that we have, a prayer of thanksgiving. And uh, not that we planned this topic for to fall during the month of November or anywhere near this set-aside day that, you know, everyone in America uh, traditionally celebrates Thanksgiving, but we'll talk a little bit about that also because we know, as you prayed before we even got started, without a set-aside day in our hearts, we are thankful for every day and everything that God does and continues to do and promises to do. So, Absolutely. So if we think about prayer, a prayer of thanksgiving, I, I kind of came up with a definition or just maybe some words that would further explain what that may look like. And the words I came up with are an expression of gratitude, especially to God. What would you say, Zenobia, about a prayer you know, of I, thanksgiving? I, I'm going to go right along with that because that is just beautiful. And uh, it says, many things. So I'm going to dovetail on you today. Okay. All right. And, you know, I'm in this Bible study, and it's been very intense. It's uh, called B90, and it's through the Bible in 90 days. Now, a lot of us have probably studied the Bible in a year or maybe even longer, 18 months, but this is a pretty intense, pretty uh, quick study. And my challenge is to just read and not to study. So I have been kind of reintroduced to the Old Testament, and I have just been um, in awe, just just in awe of what has been illuminated for me through this reading. And again, it's quick, but there's been enough for me to glean and to to just kind of walk away with these golden nuggets. But as we were talking about uh, prayer of thanksgiving and planning for this, a particular passage came to mind for me, and it's in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 7 through 36, and the same account is in the second Samuel also, and it's about David who was preparing to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem. So he has planned to 
place it in a, a shrine. You know, he wants to bring it back into Jerusalem. And it had, it, you know, there's there's an account of it being off where it shouldn't have been, and now it's coming back. And David, being the man that he is after God's own heart, he he prepared and he proceeded to to observe all the proper protocol. You know, he gathered the priests and the Levites and and uh, told them what they needed to do in order to get the the ark back uh, to the shrine in Jerusalem. Yes. And this particular hymn of thanksgiving uh, is probably a compilation of various passages passages that David had written before. And it's kind of, it sounds like a psalm, but it's actually kind of nestled away. It's tucked away in First Chronicles chapter 16, verses 7 through 36. And it's way too long, way too long to read. But I encourage our listening audience to to read for themselves and just see how wonderful this is, how David just recaps who God is and talks through this, this hymn or this psalm about God's character. And I'd like to just highlight a few of the verses, and, and then we can talk about just a prayer of thanksgiving in general. So this particular one, verse 8 says, Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done. And we know that David, you know, his soul was vexed, and he was constantly being attacked by all of his enemies, all of the foreigners, as you, if, as they were called. And he was constantly, you know, in battle. He was a warrior. And so he was able to experience the personal uh, presence of God, you know, and, and God being with him and and helping him and guiding him and telling him when to go out to battle and what battles he would win and what battles he would not win. And so he's saying, just give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done. And then another one that stands out for me is, is verse uh, 10, where it, it says, Tremble before him all the earth. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. So God is in control of everything. It has, has, he just reigns. And so yeah. we, as, as, the, as humankind, as mankind, needs to just tremble before him because he is the Almighty One. And then another verse is 34 where it says, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Uh, and so I just wanted to highlight a few of the passages, but when we think of a, a, a hymn of praise, um, a thanksgiving, a psalm of thanksgiving, uh, we can learn from what David wrote in the psalms and then also um, in, in some, some other passages that are nestled and tucked away like this one in First uh, Chronicles. And just to, to just remind ourselves of who he is and how we can count on him uh, based on who he is, based on his character, and then always be ready and willing to to be in a thankful stance, you know, and to give thanks and to to testify and to 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 share and to shout out and proclaim who he is, his goodness, and how his mercy does endure forever, and his steadfast love never ceases. Amen. Amen. I um when you mentioned this passage, Naja, I went and I read it myself and um it is very deep and very engaging and um the passages or the verses rather that you've already <clears throat> shared are some that stood out to me as well. And I received from this whole uh section the fact that David not only encourages us to um 
<clears throat> excuse me, everybody, I have a lot of going on in my throat, <clears throat> encourages us to um, praise God and thank him and how to even do that to some degree. But he also reminds us of what, as you have said already, of of what he has already done and how we can depend on that. We can depend yes. on that as being a pattern because that's his character, that he does what he says he's going to do. Uh, verse 12 says, remember the wonders he has done, his miracles. Uh, that is just not just the miracles that we find in the Bible, but the miracles he's done in our own lives. That that's right. It's, it's stamped on our hearts, and no one can take it away. You know what you know because it happened to you. And uh-huh. we can identify so much with what Scripture uh, says to us, uh, not only because it is true, but also because, I shouldn't even say but, alongside the fact that those truths are etched in our hearts as well. And I just find it interesting that today on Election Day, I was looking back at some of the notes we had made earlier about possible uh, topics, Uh and I didn't dare call you to to say, hey, do you remember? Because I didn't remember this. One of them says, who will or can lead us? Will one candidate or another make a difference? Oh. And isn't that something? That yes, that, it is. That, I don't know, maybe back in May or August, but... It was a while ago, yes. Yes. And yet, you know, take looking at this passage in Chronicles and then looking at what we wrote... It doesn't matter who the candidate will be because Uh it is God who is going to lead us. And he is to be thanked and praised from the bottom of our hearts and our souls. At least that's how I believe we both feel about it. And I I hope others uh, resonate with that as well, that God is the leader. Uh, He is. Excuse me? I said he is. Yes, he is the leader. He's the one who, who, we have the electoral college and we have the single votes. But it is God. Scripture tells us that God seats the the the, the leader. It, I mean, we in our hearts we say this one is wicked and this one is evil and I like this one and I don't like this one and this one is corrupt and that one isn't corrupt. Corrupt or not, evil or not, God sits them on the throne or sits them in their seat. So, and we're not just looking at the the United States. We're looking even beyond that. That is right. Yes, yes. And, you know, and I had a, a, a about a month ago, maybe two months ago, this is November, yeah, maybe two months ago, I posted uh, something on my Yield to the King Ministry Facebook, and that is uh, no matter what candidate wins, uh, Jesus is still the king, I think. No matter who is the president, Jesus is still the king. And then I yes. reposted it about two weeks ago. And uh, and it was a good reminder for me to see that and then to share it also with others because you know, what's going on with this, you know, when they were campaigning, a lot of frenzy, a lot of anxiousness, a lot of, you know, uncertainty. And today yes. is the day. Today, today is, is the day. Yes, it is. A lot of anger, uh, a lot of hate, a lot of hate. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Some of our Christian brothers and sisters have been showing whether that they would acknowledge that hate is in the heart or not, and I'm not going to say that it is, but some of the things that come out are not um, uh, elevating and are not uh, affirming. And, you know, to look at some of the things that are being said, especially in this world of social media, you know, I would have to, it's it's embarrassing to say that these things are coming from, these statements are coming from Christians, you know, because God tells us to pray for all who rule. You, and, 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 and how do you pray for someone? Well, I guess you can, but at the same time, are you praying for them and saying you don't like them and, and, and they're, they're this and they're that and they're all negative negative um, attributes that we are giving them? It's um, I just want to take the time right now to say, Lord, whomever is the victor out of this election, I thank you for them. And oh. uh, I know that I have the propensity to maybe want one over the other, uh, but I know that that's not, even though I voted, that's not my call that God has already determined long ago who would be uh, the victor. And I thank you even now. We, yes, absolutely Right, and that's a that's a pretty bold statement, and some people may not understand that, but we have to trust that God is the one who is in control, and uh, He will allow certain things to occur, and with that, we we can be thankful because I I I've entrusted Him with my life, and He He's a giver of life and the sustainer of life, yeah. and I know if He gives it back to me for me to take over and do what I think is right, um, we would be in a total. A total mess. So, I, uh, I I like that. I like that. You know, I, now I just, just wanted to sh- as you were talking, something came to my mind. Uh, the Bible says, "Come, let us reason together," says the Lord. You know, you and I, we've had uh, disagreements, and we reason them out. We work them out, yeah. and <clears throat> and I just, just I just can't even envision what it would be if the Republicans and the Democrats would just reason. <laughs> you know? Yes. yes. As opposed to always fighting. Just reason mm-hmm. it out. And I don't mean just because I know sometimes it's not it's not that it's not simplistic, but neither is an argument that I might have with you or an argument that I might have with my husband or a sibling. You have to reason it out. Give and take. Is is that not life? That that's life. Mm-hmm. That is life. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, we are almost out of time. Um, So I would invite our audience, our listening audience, to join us in a couple of weeks, and we will start a new topic. So we're closing out our topic on prayer, and we will start a new topic and invite you to join in with us in a couple of weeks. Now, when would that be? I'm looking at the calendar. It will be on the 22nd of November. And uh, with that, we just trust that what we've said has been encouraging, and we encourage you to continue to set that time where you can just have a regular discussion with our Creator. Uh, God has a listening ear, and, uh, and, and we can count on Him to, to hear and answer our prayer according to His holy, divine, and perfect will. Absolutely. 
And the last thing I'd like to say before saying good night for today is don't forget to visit us at yieldtothekingministry.org and also uh, there there's a space there or um, room there for you to uh, share your requests, make uh, comments, whatever your need might be. Mm, thank you for that. Okay. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night.